welcome back to the new arc podcast episode 13 i am here with my favorite welshman joe joe how goes your experience of the interminable passage of time before the beckoning grave well i was having a good day until you that, that I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> I even said before we came on, I was like, I'm in a really good mood today. The sun is shining, the waves are rolling, I'm just in a good place, you know? And now we're mm. going to talk about the world ending, so it's a bit like 50-50. But maybe that's the mentality I always need to be in for these podcasts. Just in a good mood. Mm. How are you doing? How is the life of Elliot at the moment? The life of Elliot is... It's fine. It's, it's been a weird, weird day today. Well, actually, since recording our last episode, I had a shocking discovery, which was very, very scary for me. Because the last episode we recorded was crabs. And you reminded me of the existence of Sebastian and the Little Mermaid. <laughs> did, you go and what, did you go and have a look at it? I, I, well... I, I had a look at the live-action version, like you suggested, but that wasn't what shocked me. It was the cartoon oh. version. Have you ever counted how many legs cartoon Sebastian has? No. He has eight legs. He's missing two of his legs. I mean, Wait, what an he has, outrage. He has eight legs. He has eight legs, including, including the claws. He has eight legs. Those wow. bloody lazy animators. I mean, I'm furious about this, Joe. I, I cannot overstate this. It's like if they gave Simba three legs. He was just limping around all the time. That's going to make a joke, but we'll leave that one. <laughs> no wonder Nala felt the love tonight. Um, I have not noticed ever, but I like that you were more focused on the number of legs that Sebastian had than the rest of the story. <laughs> like I, I was. I, I'm never, ever going to watch The Little Mermaid now. I had yeah, last... scheduled it every day this week for screenings. I'm going to have a look. How, yeah. how many legs does the live-action Sebastian have? I think he was good. He's not good, he's terrifying. <laughs> okay, I think he was good in a very terrifying One, sort of two, way. Two. I think he has got, I think he's got the 10, I think, for the looks of it. But yeah, I mean, that absolutely threw off my week. Apart from that, it's, it's been relatively uneventful. And I told I you mean, of the other massive consternation I had when we met on Friday, which was I found myself thanking ChatGPT very profusely and couldn't work out if this made me a total dullard. Because it doesn't care, it's not sentient. I think my internet just cut out for a second. I'm... They can hear... I missed what you said then. The robots, they're taking over. Bum, 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 bum. 
what did you actually say? I missed that. You said, you know what my second I thing was... was? And I said no, and then it went. Talking about my chat GPT woes. Oh. But you were telling me that you really liked it the other day. It was being so good. I mean, usually it's slightly hit and miss. And I had the most lovely, lovely time chatting to it and thanked it very profusely and then couldn't get this out of my head for the next, like, three hours. Because I'm slightly obsessive about these things. Elliot, I mean this with all the love (laughs) in the world. I think you need to get out the house a little bit more. And I say that as a friend. And and take, get away from the laptop, you know, go out, go to the pub, do something, please. You're so right. Because you just said, I love chatting to it. Like, I mean, I, w- I thought your second thing was going to be the fact that we were supposed to record this episode on Friday. And I did, for the second time, got mixed up on I didn't say what it. we were recording. I didn't because say it. Because I thought we were going to be recording on a certain species or a certain animal. And then you were like, actually, no. You, we were recording something else, and I had just ignored the second part of your sentence. Um, so yeah, now we're going to do a double header tonight, but they're still going to mm. come out as two separate episodes. So, uh, I mean, this wait to the one... break the mystery. I was going <laughs> to talk about my whole coming week in the next recording. <laughs> I got such... How do we been... Oh, it's been yeah. tough. It's been tough since we last spoke. Mm. Okay, well. Shall we put people out of their misery? I I think we shall. Today, and for the coming week's episode as well, we are talking about successively crows and then leeches. I think we're starting with crows, which Joe is very excited about. I love crows. I, they he have was a so excited place. he tried to make it leeches, but crows have a special place in my heart. So I hope that mm. I can do them justice. Leeches, fortunately, do not have a special place in my heart because I feel that's not a good place for a leech to be. Oh, I'd be worried if you had a crow in your heart. No, I, the crows are always in my heart. Mm. Mm. But before we do that, we have some exciting <laughs> results to announce. Very exciting. The first result we have is for flies, which was a very hotly debated episode. Can you remember the flies episode? Mm, yes, because we spoke about chocolate. That's why I remember Yeah. It. Classic. Mm. Classic. Classic fly joke. Uh, Do you think flies made it on the new arc? Look, I'm going to say probably not, because we've got tardigrades, so I think people have given up on the... I think no, I don't think they made it. Well, you might be right. And you might not, because it was a tie. So... This, this subject will be revisited oh, at gosh. a future date, along with sloths, in a Royal Rumble. Do-do-do-do-do. Very exciting. <laughs> Showdown. I think we might end the season series on it. 
We've got two out of the three animals already. Do you think we'll get a new tie between now and then? I reckon. I reckon mm, leeches. Maybe. No, I don't think leeches will be a tie. <laughs> <We're okay. laughs> I'm hoping crows won't be a tie. I really hope they won't. But because mm. we haven't got that much left until the end of this season. So, it's, it's rapidly approaching. It's rapidly approaching. grave. So, yeah. Because you're leaving in like a month. So we've only got like realistically. Oh, yeah, dying in a month. Yeah. Three, three episodes, four episodes at a push, maybe. For leaving this mortal plane behind. Well, when we get to no, Crohn's, I have an interesting two point oh. Yeah. <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> no, to Earth two point oh. <laughs> Screw old Elon Musk. I'm gonna show him how it's done. Just on, flap my Musk? arms really fast. Is Did you catch the launch the other day? Catch the launch of what? The, the rocket that exploded. Big rocket. No. Ah, uh, it was spectacular. Look, if it doesn't, if it doesn't have leaves or lives in water, I don't care. Hmm. I mean, I should probably care. What was the rocket that launched and exploded? One of his. I, I, I'm, I'm just savouring that quote, Joe, because crows neither have leaves nor <laughs> live in water. So. Well, if it... Oh, you, you know what I was trying to say. <laughs> if it's not nature, then it's not my thing. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Oh, I'm going to cut mm. that out, but... Yeah, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, <laughs> Well, okay. flies <laughs> having been so non-conclusive, I think we'd better get on to our debate for the present day. What ho, what ho, crows. crows. I'll let you open on crows, Joe, since you're such a fan. What can you tell me about crows? Oh, I, like it when, I like it when you open, though, because it's easier to mm. tear apart your arguments. Okay, but, how about if we take them, England will fall. Oh, what, I think sorry? that's all I need to say about crows. If we take what? the crows, then England will fall. You know the crows at the Tower of London? The crows. But those are ravens. Them, uh, they're crows. Same mm. thing. Mm. Are you seriously going to go through this whole episode without <laughs> talking about ravens? Because I seriously yes. considered this for about a minute. And then <laughs> decided you wouldn't you... be that anal. <laughs> you haven't met me. Okay, I'll we let haven't. you do it if you can tell me the difference between a crow and a raven. Uh, big differences. So when you're looking at them, there's quite a difference oh. between their appearance once you know what you're doing. One's pink, yeah. Yeah, that's it. One tends to be slightly smoother, slightly smaller, and then you also have... Okay, I don't actually, I'm probably not going to be that anal. I will probably talk about ravens as well, but I just wanted to point out that the Tower of London is ravens, not crows. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you're, you're okay with England falling. That's, yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah. That's fine by me. Like, that's. Wales can establish its new empire. Yeah, yeah the, jo the Joe dynasty can begin, the Wilkins dynasty. Mm. Heaven forbid. Yeah, I mean, that would be... That's the world I'd want to live in. 
What would the Wilkins dynasty seek to establish? What would be its ruling tenants? Nature. That's it, nature. Just the... Mm. It would be a sustainable empire. Dominion over all squirrels. No, not dominion. Partnership. Mm. Mm. Yeah, see them all gainfully employed, build lots of chocolate factories. I mean, so my real love for crows recently started during lockdown. Did it? Because it did. I'd always kind of thought that crows were just crows, you know, kind of there doing their thing, a bit annoying. But then, because during lockdown we were all, you know, stuck in our houses and we have a small garden here very lucky that I was looking out at the crows and just admired by how smart they were and I would be feeding the birds and I was trying to feed the little garden birds but no matter what I did the crows would always find a way through and to the point that I actually became convinced that crows are smarter than me I know the fact is that they're smarter than a seven-year-old child but like I think they might be smarter than me because every single time granted I wasn't throwing my whole intellectual capacity into stopping them from eating but no matter whether i used wire whether i stuck it behind something whether i put it under a rock or whatever they always found a way to to get it not that i was putting bird food under a rock because no birds could get it then but the point was crows are incredibly intelligent and can find a way to do whatever they want which is why they are needed on earth 2.0 because we need adaptable, dependable and clever beings because the only other being well, I was going to say other than me or you but you're questionable Oof. <laughs> you knew where that was going I just couldn't <laughs> no, get my words out already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean the main feature of crows that I think everyone knows about or should know about is how smart they are and how intelligent they actually are um, because they've got they've been shown to make their own tools they've been shown to recognize analogies they've been shown to actually gossip with other crows, problem solve um, take mental notes of interactions between people and other species so they are incredible animals they're also I don't want to use this fact so, so soon but scarecrows are completely useless because eventually crows just come to learn that they're nothing. So. But, but doesn't that tell you something, that we have scarecrows and not scare rabbits? Because we like rabbits. We don't like crows. I mean, do should we like rabbits, though? Like, some rabbits can carry, like, myxomatosis. Uh, how many scare rabbits have you seen, Joe? I think they're called foxes. I am sure that somewhere around the somewhere around the world there's a scare fox, a scare rabbit. Somewhere, there's a scare everything. We've got loads of rabbits around here, loads. I don't think you can scare a rabbit. How do you scare a rabbit? You just pick it up. They're meant to be I mean, terrified when you handle them, but but there's no shape you can build. You can't make a statue of a fox and scare them. Could. I mean, all with rabbits, you just kind of need to, like, put a torch on, they just kind of go... 
<laughs> you just <laughs> build like a mini lighthouse garden. <laughs> yes, I can you just should. imagine that, yeah. I, could, I, I think rabbits. But I don't understand why the, the thing about crows, because they're often seen to like bring bad luck or omens of death, but that's just... Well, that, yeah, that's just because they're... I mean, even, <laughs> even the collective... I mean, they're not... Even the collective name for crows is a murder. Is a murder, yep. And I wonder where that come from. I reckon it was spread by the ravens. It's just anti-crow propaganda. Mm. Spread by ravens and rooks. Try and they, get... they do do quite a lot of murdering, don't they? Not really. What do they murder? What do they murder? So they gang up on smaller birds and kill those, mob them out of the sky, and then tear them to pieces. Starlings being a big one in the UK. Abroad, they often pick on bats, so they'll. This is like proper army formation swooping down to get the bats to take flight and then a few of them cutting through and just picking them off. I mean, they are proper scary. They also mob large birds as well, so it's not all about it. But also, if we banned everything that ate another thing, the ark would be empty, bar for plants. Yep. And that's yeah. what we're going for, Joe. Yeah. I'm glad you've cottoned on. So, like, I feel like we've already shown that people, the audience, vote, don't care about that so much. If it's not, they're not sadistic, they are feeding, and they are, but it's not, you know, murdering for the sake of murdering. I, I, also, I, think, I think it's a matter of extent, isn't it? Hmm. Because you don't get two million cheaters ganging up on poor gazelles whereas you do well, get I mean, murders of two million crows going and murdering that's, everything that's also like you're bringing in questions of like ecology there which is quite unfair on the crows because their food sources and lifestyles are completely different so to compare that's not unfair a, they could go for the solitary nomadic lifestyle if they fancied they're just slackers and braggarts feeding no, it's off like, the urban waste and scum it's a completely comparing lazy a to do what they've done for <laughs> millions of years they want to take the easy road without being responsible, pacifists, eco-conscious citizens of the planet. No, no yes. they are working smart, not hard. They have learned a lesson. If we are going to chuck out so much waste and crap and stuff, they're just going to make the most of it. That's called in entrepreneurship. Mm. Crows, the entrepreneurs of the, the natural world. You know, that's... Not, not having that. You can't compare a cheetah and a, and a crow. They're completely different. Like, that's... No, Elliot, that's crap. I'm sorry. I haven't even got an answer for it. I'm just like, that's rubbish. You'll have to come up with something better than that. But, but there is something, isn't there, in the, the numbers of crows, because they are growing exponentially, often in a lot of cities, completely out of control. I mean, we but complain that's... about things like pigeons, but... The same thing is happening with crows, and it's not sustainable. And they do 
pick on a lot of species. And I come from Australia, which is the home mm. of very nasty birds. So I'm somewhat of an expert on bastard birds. And I got to say, crows, they're up there. They're up there. There are thousands of attacks in a lot of cities on humans from crows and ravens. And they don't Earth. like people. They don't like animals. They are sadists. There's no people on Earth 2.0, so it doesn't matter that they don't like people. Well, what, that's not entirely true, is it, Joe? Because I am going you. to be on Earth 2.0, <laughs> and I don't fancy being mobbed by two million ravens. I don't know about but you. I, but I love crows, so they wouldn't mob me. You'd be quite happy me. with that. It's your therapy. You haven't seen Divergent. First movie Gosh. reference for this episode. Yay! <laughs> and I haven't seen Divergent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you seen Divergent? <laughs> no, but I've read the book. So, <laughs> so another, another film. I'm making that what? reference. <laughs> um, I mean. I still need to watch a lot of films, but I'm trying to think of the films where crows are portrayed positively. Have you watched Sandman? I haven't. That has a crow in it. And it's portrayed as a sidekick. Although, to, it could to be a raven. an evil entity, <laughs> isn't it? To an evil entity, but the crow Psychopath. itself isn't is an excellent character, very loyal, very helpful. Good mark hey, to their name. Hey, you know, like, there's some people who work as assistants to the CEO of Shell. Now, the CEO mm. of Shell is, an, is, a not, is an arsehole. But does that make the assistant who is assisting him a bad person? It's a, you know, it's, that's a matter of opinion. Is their job... Is their job... evil? Yes. Or is their job helping to fulfil evil? Yes. Are they themselves evil? No. Well, well talking about big global hey, if, conglomerations... If you're going to draw a conclusion, if you're going to draw a comparison between cheetahs and crows, me comparing a crow to an assistant to a CEO <laughs> of a shell, of shell is, is on the table. Absolutely, yeah. But, but I do have to point out that with your referencing to Shell. I mean, crows are entirely responsible for the takeover of big restaurant franchises and fast food. Because you know they recognise labels like McDonald's, mm. so they will preferentially so mob and steal food from these chains and outlets. So then you have to go back and buy some more. This is ah, the, the so conspiracy you've never heard of. They're I was going to say. In, in league with Ronald, behind the scenes, <laughs> they're taking bribes to do this. Uh, and it's so that's a why secret crows army. Have a little, that's why they have a little red mark. Americanization of all fast food. <laughs> well, I don't eat much McDonald's or Burger King, but I. Well, you have to actually, now, now that we've got crows. Have to know. They're going to yeah. feed the crows. Oh gosh, I I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of crows. I'm not a fan of fast food. Never sits well. well. Then it the crows are going well to be with... hunger striking. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very fussy. It doesn't sit well with my celiac gut. <laughs> fast food, so. Oof. 
yeah, it's unfortunate. Score one for Joe referencing his bowel movements. Yep, it's, it's just a tally. <laughs> Sex life, bowel movements, films we haven't watched. <laughs> we haven't got to your sex life much on this podcast. <laughs> we don't need to. I had that a was brilliant in the quote earlier on WhatsApp. <laughs> I just don't oh, yeah. condone fucking. Yeah. No, I said, um, oh gosh, we don't need to talk about that. We can move on from that. But no, that quote was good. It was quite a quick mm. response from you, which I was quite surprised by actually. Behind I said, the scenes oh, on the new arc. Yeah. I said, I don't, don't worry, I'm just fucking with you. And you said, I don't condone fucking. And it did make me chuckle, <laughs> we'll admit. Thank you. Oh. Anything else about crows? Crows. Always have stuff about crows. I'm looking at my notes that I actually wrote notes for earlier. Mm. Sent them by Big Crow. Sent by Big Crow. Yeah. So... Most crows, a lot of crow species, have been shown to pair for life, but not necessarily mate exclusively together. So, mm. they form a nice pair family unit, but and both then have go been shown to both have been shown to maybe next door, you know, pop next door for a quickie. Yeah. So, nest door. I, I feel like there's, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of um, human characteristics within crows that should be... Actually, no, I was going to say celebrated, but maybe promiscuity is not to be celebrated. <laughs> yep. Here on the new arc, we fully support <laughs> adultery. And Joe is going on record saying this. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that point. I just, I should have left. I had next, it's my fault because on my notes, I said, mate for life. That was going to be a good point. And then I had like promiscuous as like your possible counteracting. And then I just read them both out. And just... Shout out to Joe's <laughs> new girlfriend who is tuning in with us today. Hi. This is Joe. <laughs> You're going to have to cut that bit. <laughs> Oh, well, I might just say that this episode never existed. <laughs> never. For, for record, I do not condone promiscuity in humans. Mm. I'm a one-person person. Very wise, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Crows. <laughs> so, in terms of neurotransmitters, in absolute quantities, crows have far lower than humans, that's given. But... Relative densities, they have about the same level of a specific neurotransmitter that my, I have now forgotten the name of, which means that crows do have possibly even more higher capability of executive decision-making than we thought originally. So these studies are ongoing. So that's pretty interesting. Most of my facts revolve so, so around crows being acrylic. So. CEO of Shell. They probably are. It's prob yeah. They're probably going to unmask and it's a crow underneath. And then Absolutely. with a dolphin with yeah. a dolphin as deputy. And uh, there's no way humans could do this. We're, we're not clever enough. Mm. Um, also, this is a cool fact which I found interesting. So, you know, in mammals, we have the prefrontal cortex. 
Yes. Well, in birds, and then specifically in crows, there's a part called Nidopallium caudilateral, which I probably messed up. But they reckon the kind of thinking at the moment is that it could be an example of convergent evolution of a section of the brain that is heavily involved in decision making and processing. And I just found that a really cool fact and a further example of why crows should be on the arc because we need, if it's only going to be me and you, we're going to drive each other mad. Mm. We need someone to interact with. And I think crows are probably. Yeah. Yeah. We can't trust the ch a chimpanzee because. Well, are chimpanzees even on the ark? I think they made it, yeah. Oh. I'll tell you. Well, imagine me and you, chimpanzees yeah. and crows. It's the perfect like, mm. group of decision makers. Throw in a dolphin and we've got them all. The big hitters. The big brains. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Seven-year-old, myself, you level playing hey, field yeah. I mean granted you might be closer to four but I <laughs> consider myself to be a relative adult intelligence well played yeah, yeah. thank you thank you thank you very much mm. uh, so I also wanted to do a quick little counteract to the fact that crows are quite often seen as bad omens and this necessarily isn't that they're not bad omens, but in Greek mythology, they're often seen as the symbol of Apollo. And quite often, nowadays people take crows always as omens of bad. But in Greek times, they could also be very good signs if they were flying in a certain direction or a certain color. So just kind of wanted to counteract that there are good examples of crows in mythology as well in the past. Yeah, but the Romans took over the Greeks, and in Roman mythology, a crow at your wedding means your partner's dead. So... Your partner's dead at the wedding? Going to die imminently, done for. I believe, I believe that's necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... well <laughs> I think that's a I slight explanation. Yeah. Well, come on, if you get... Well, if you get married, like... If you're marrying someone who's already dead... You think you have to I'm go the whole way, yeah. All I'm, all I'm saying is... <laughs> why else? I'm, why else would you do <laughs> it? Let's be fair. I mean, why would you marry a dead person anyway? <laughs> like, that's the big question. But, like, mm. there's so many other parts to it. Um, have you also heard... Did you know that crows also throw funeral... <laughs> Crows also throw funerals for one another. Mm, not morbid at all. Mm. Mm. Would you care to counteract or would you make a point uh, on crow funerals? This is just a gloat. You don't know what they're saying. They're probably standing around <laughs> going, Oh, Jeff, what a tosser. What a tosser. That actually is what they think they're actually doing. Didn't is do they... much, did he? Absolute shithead. They think spent his that they... whole life mobbing starlings. Oh look, there's a starling. Let's mob it. Yeah. Oh look, there's the CEO of Shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Are you quite done? I'm done. I felt like I was. I was like. I was like. I was like I'm trying to. You can, you I just got going. into character the, there. I, I, I think. It was the most drawn yeah. out. The pauses were just so like long. Anyway, but what they think. Back to your original point about look at Jeff that tosser. Is what basically is the current thinking is a lot of it is actually they gather around to learn how this crow died so that they can mm. kind of avoid that death and would probably go, Elliot, what a fool. Classic Elliot, didn't look. But yeah, that's pretty cool that they throw funerals. In fact, another sort of mythology story is in the early sort of Abrahamic religions, so Quran or Bible, or whatever. Um, it was actually a crow who showed when the first person when Cain slew Abel slew? slayed? killed Abel it was a crow who showed um, them how to bury the body because they never had to do it before because crows were also quite respectful of their dead as well hmm sorry I'm distracted now I'm plotting my next practical joke on uh, a murder of crows I'm just going to kill one and then plant it in a field with a pair of fluffy handcuffs, a banana, long line of string, uh, the daily crossword from the Times and assortment of other items and leave them to figure it out. <laughs> Where did Jeff go wrong? You heard it first, here first everyone, you heard it here first everyone, the founder of human nature is going to go out and just murder crows to prove a point on a podcast. You heard it here first. But bringing it'll be worth it. The new arc bringing you exclusive content. <laughs> hmm, anything else from your side to add on crows? Oh, so much. So much, Joe. I mean, crows are responsible for exploding toads. So that's it's not very nice of them really. What they do is they peck out the livers of toads and frogs whilst they're still alive. And because toads and frogs aren't particularly well-designed creatures, their lungs just keep growing and expanding with every breath. And they just blow up, bloat like balloons and pop. Which isn't a good way to go, is it? And the crows don't care. How long does this roughly take? How long does this roughly take? I, 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 Thus far, I've been able to find a video, Joe, but I will definitely be doing a thorough search after this recording. <laughs> I was going to say, is it like a, you know, a day? Is it 10 seconds? Like, you know, what are we talking? I mean, by the time it hits my socials, it's going to be less than a second. It's just going to be whoop, boop. It's going to be repeated a hundred times <laughs> to some comedy music. Oh, well, I can't wait for that on social media. <laughs> really, really, a rhino is going to be blowing up, literally. <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, they're the form taken by witches, so they're probably secret evil necromancers, the crows that we certainly won't choose to invite on board. I thought that was I mean, quite interesting because we nowadays we associate that with cats, but cats, yeah. crows were the original OG, along with cats. Mm. That's interesting. And then you got bats for vampires as well. The bats for vampires, yeah. I don't think bats made it on, did they? 
because they're all secret undercover vamps. Do bats make it on? No. no. So, I mean, watch out for that witchy argument. Um, what else can I say? What else can I say? They steal from squirrels, and everyone likes squirrels. Yeah, but squirrels are also squirrels are murderers. So I'm going to use your examples against you and be like, squirrels—they're not nice. What do they they're murder? Not nice Other squirrels. Not much. Grey squirrels, basically. I wouldn't. The the native red squirrel gone, wiped out. Because grey squirrels purposely brought over a disease on purpose that they knew the red squirrels had no immunity to and purposely went into forests where they were red squirrels and went mm. and breathed all over it. They also outcompete. They're, so squirrels are not great. So the fact that crows are stealing from squirrels kind of levels the playing field a bit more. So if you're a squirrel lover, really you're a crow lover. Mm, apart from the ones they murdered, but that's a small fraction. Yeah, and you're saying when the Spanish landed in America and introduced chicken pox, smallpox, that was the secret plan with the poultry. The I mean, earliest the example Spanish, of when the Spanish went to warfare. yeah, when the Spanish went to South and Latin Latin America. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even surprise me if they did do something like that on purpose because they were not particularly well friendly. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm not saying yeah. that's what they did, but plotting with those chickens. Yeah. All the way on the boat over, going. <laughs> yeah, just you wait. My chickens. <laughs> what? Those, why are those? Why are they German-Spanish people? <laughs> I started that and realised I couldn't do a Spanish accent. Hola, Fräulein. <laughs> Hola, Fräulein. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, to, just to finish, you know, I think it's really okay. important that despite everything that you've mentioned, which is just like I said, raven and squirrel propaganda, Crows mm. are incredibly intelligent individuals. They are incredibly adaptable, which they would need to be to make it onto Earth 2.0. See, I'm thinking more future-looking. I think you tend to look more to the past. I look kind of logically and practically which animals would survive on Earth 2.0 and have most to offer, and I think crows are one of them for their various skills outlined during this podcast. And that is, I think, the important thing to remember when casting your vote. Do not judge crows on past mythology and past propaganda, but look to their skills and the benefits that they would bring to a new established Earth 2.0. And that is where we should be voting. Wow. Powerful, powerful stuff. If I, I mean, had a I... mic, I would drop it. Yeah, as it is, it's just a pen, but it, it was it's a just powerful, a symbolic gesture all the same. Yeah. Uh, I've got two pens here that I can drop. I've got a permanent marker. Wow. But in closing, I mean, I think... That was closing. You've already closed. You can't close closing. Stuff off. (laughs) 
I think I need to make a few final observations. The first being okay. that crows are braggarts and lazy tossers. Not only Jeff, but all of them. I mean, they, they say as the crow flies, have you ever seen a crow fly from Edinburgh to London in a straight line? No. They keep on stopping. They can't be asked. So it's really not very impressive of them. They should say, as the homing pigeon flies, because homing pigeons give a shit and crows don't. Uh, I've got to point out that crows robbed Tokyo of its internet. So mm -hmm. that there is strong precedent to the fact that if we bring crows to Earth 2.0, we will be deprived of all modern conveniences, including, but not limited to, ChatGPT, my one and only <laughs> companion on this mortal yeah. plane. <laughs> but then why would we have use, why would we have need for internet on Earth 2.0? We're so, the only two humans. So that I can have a friend, Joe. <laughs> then what am I? <laughs> Your eye candy. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> don't don't try and flatter me into <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna. Thing is, on the podcast, you don't even get to see the eye candy. Mm. You can't even see this power stance that I'm currently taking. You have to imagine. Yeah. And the final thing I need to say is that Van Gogh shot himself after painting uh, a painting of crows. So I, I think that says more than I ever can in how despicable a subject they are. Thank you. Strong, strong. Drop that pen, mm. drop that pen. I I'd drop the market again. Thank you. Oh. Big statements. Rubbish, but big statements. <laughs> so, join us next week on The New Art when oh, we'll be discussing... Oh, yeah. When we'll be discussing leeches. The blood, vilified blood sucker or yep. useful healer? Nope. You decide. It's time to decide. Not yet. It's not time to decide for leeches right now. It's time to decide for crows right now. Mm. And as I mentioned, vote with both your head and your heart. And not I'd because say no of Elliot's That's a better slogan, isn't it? It doesn't rhyme saying, say yes to crows. Say no. Say no to crows. Or say go to crows. He's got it. The man's <laughs> a genius. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, thank Join you. Join us then. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>